0: I was recently unfriended on Facebook. This wasn't some random stranger who hated some idea I posted. This was an inner circle of family who hated an idea I posted. So I started looking and asking some groups if those people had this happen to them. Yes, to a higher degree than I would have thought. I followed a fair few rabbit holes. Not all of them made it into this show, but there's enough to make a career as a writer. I rediscovered one universal, immutable truth. Politics is poison. Everyone who gets politics juice on them is worse for it. The Culinary Libertarian Podcast, Episode 98. Welcome to the Culinary Libertarian Podcast, where the philosophy is free, but the food is on you. Hello, folks. Dan Reed here. Welcome to the podcast. Happy to have you here. Happy to be here. Wade over to my podcast's page, culinarylibertarian.com slash podcasts. There you'll find all the previous shows, show notes, page links. Also on the podcast page, you'll find the various social media icons, such as Twitter or Instagram, where you can follow the Culinary Libertarian or join my Eating Liberty Facebook group. Click the support hyperlink to find my affiliate banners for Tom Woods Liberty Classroom and McClanahan Academy, both excellent on-the-go content for history. You'll get excellent history and politics content, which is crucial in this election year. You can also study with pastry chef Kiko with his video tutorials. He shows you step-by-step how to succeed in your kitchen with your hands, making tarts and torts and other fabulousness. And for coffee or other libations, a mug from Cranky Without Coffee, my Etsy store, Is the perfect self-gift. The last way you can support the show is with a rating and a review. Ratings and reviews help other people find the show, and that grows our audience. Splintered Families is probably on the upswing. More than would be in any other year. It isn't reported as a casualty of COVID, but it is. No one is screaming to flatten that curve is just another in a line of unintended consequences of the goalposts shifting constant adjustments to perceptions that keep the majority on edge. They who live on that edge, hanging on every word and report about the horrors of COVID and the explosions of new cases and threats to return to stage one, have their masks riveted on. They are the obedient. That sounds mocking, and on one level it is, but I'll allow a moment of compassion and suggest their response isn't entirely their fault. They are, or many of them are, the Doomers. Remember back when Hong Kong had a doubling of cases and the Doomers, almost in Greek chorus, said, wait two weeks, and nothing happened there seemed an almost perceptible disappointment that many people didn't die. For the doomer, the new cases equates to more dead. And when it doesn't, something has to give, somehow, that pressure has to be released. To get rid of the pressure, our invented person heads to social media only to find more, more, more. Some of that more is in support of her position, and some so evil and vile only because it opposes her position. I think the web has termed that which she favors panic porn, an apt and unflattering term. The result of the pent-up panic and seemingly endless alerts of new cases and stay indoors unless you have to go outdoors. Don't go to work unless you have to go to work. Wear a mask unless you're eating or drinking and smoking, then take the mask off. Peaceful protesters are not allowed, but peaceful, air quote, protesters are fine. The ever-changing rules, made by those who don't follow them even when the optics are best, Keep everyone guessing. One of the most amazing aspects of the constantly shifting rules, guidelines, mandates, executive orders, is the willingness of the doomer to accept the new news without question. Even if today's guideline is in direct contradiction to yesterday's, so it goes. The media, a culprit if ever there was one, is no friend to truth or reason. I am sure someone actually watches network TV on TV, but so much content is on the interwebs I find watching TV news a quaint holdover from my youth. The interwebs issue is a big one. Within the last week, a video of a variety of doctors discussing the value and effectiveness of of hydroxychloroquine was disappeared. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pulled the video. Repeatedly. I have not seen the posts published of the warning, but similar warnings from Facebook advise that a censored post violated community standards, particularly if it shared information about COVID, and then you are admonished to go check the World Health Organization, for their content about COVID. Which community isn't interested in ending COVID? Any answer to that sounds absurd. Why, the vaccine makers don't want that information out. Well, perhaps. Some of the people behind the vaccine making are well-known and with means to accomplish nearly anything. Rushing a vaccine to market seems not In the best interest of sound medical science, or the people getting the vaccines, there was a funny meme going around that we couldn't, we haven't had enough time in 60 years for the I I can't say the word hydroxychloroquine to have been properly tested. But when we get a vaccine, we don't have time to go through all the proper channels to properly test it. Something ain't adding up. The sources you can search for content to support any position on any issue are magnificent. We have access to a dizzying amount of information and we seem magnitudes dumber for it. It is almost like cable TV. 900 channels and nothing's on. All that information and we collectively appear to know nothing. I could dive into many rabbit holes of sources of the decay of critical thinking skills and reasoned debate. My mother bemoaned the absence of diagramming sentences in my 10th grade English class. She was hot, mad, mad, mad. No class in college or high school offered or taught critical thinking skills. Remember Mr. Wrongy Wrong from the affiliate spot from McClanahan Academy? Some college professor told this person in detail something that no serious historian accepts, and this chap dug in. No trace of curiosity that maybe there is more to the story. Oh, no, no, no. This is what I was told. This is what I believe. We, as people, have probably always had passions. We certainly have them for sports teams. Mention the New England Patriots, and no one who knows is milk toast about that team. There is clear and audible support or opposition. That's good and healthy. For me, as soon as the game, a game, any game is over, the rabid support ends. If my team lost, well, there's a sting, but it goes away. I don't know when how, or why, politics is different. If we look at the Adams and Jefferson elections, it may have never stopped. Jefferson and Adams were at one time friends and for a long time became strangers to each other because of politics. My point at the opening is bearing out the same result. Friends and family alienating each other over politics. Those of you who remember the cartoon, The Jetsons, remember almost made-to-order dinners or hairdos. Star Trek showed us a replicator which produced T.L. Gray Hot and Zap. There it is. Things come into our lives almost instantly. News does, too. What's the state of war anywhere in the world right now? Check Antiwar.com and find out. We can accept friends from around the globe on our Facebook feeds, and that's actually pretty cool. That instantaneous gratification comes with the dark side. Cancellation. Unfriended at the post of an opinion unacceptable to your counterpart, and not just you and me, J.K. Rowling was attacked for an opinion. She's well off enough that if they don't buy her books, she doesn't care. You are digitally here one day and gone next. All right, let's take a moment out for a word from my affiliate. Folks, California Wine Club fixes the problem of wondering what wine is worth your money. Are you tired of staring at the grocery store shelves? Is the mystery not worth the risk? Maybe the same old, same old isn't cutting it anymore. Peaches are still great and blackberries are coming in. Some fresh fruit and a great white wine would make a fine sangria for your Sunday brunch. California Wine Club members can shop wine selections from small vineyards, which means you get selections not even the stores can have. Wine Club members can also ask wine questions of a wine consultant who will work with you to learn your preferences and your flavor profiles. Membership also includes the California Wine Club Guide, Uncorked, which offers tasting notes of the wines, pairing tips, and essays about some of the vineyards and winemaking. And from now until September 30th, 2020, you can save 30% on your first delivery when you order with code nineteen ninety, just enter code nineteen ninety and checkout to save. Membership starts with the premier series and you can mix and match red white wines and choose the frequency of delivery. California Wine Club subscriptions are also excellent gifts, and with the wine club love it guarantee you can't go wrong. If you prefer, you can order from California Wine Club those wines you want and no monthly subscription is required. The name is California Wine Club, and they do offer wines from California as well as other Pacific Northwest vineyards, but they also have a wide range of domestic vineyard selections as well as international selections. Click the banner on the show notes page, or navigate to culinarylibertarian.com slash CAY1990 to learn more about the promo deal, the Love It Guarantee, and to join the premier internet wine club. Culinarylibertarian.com slash CAY1990 to make informed choices about the wines you want to drink. And to code 1990 at checkout, some restrictions apply. See the website for details culinarylibertarian.com slash CAY1990. Click the banner on the show notes page. Now let's get back into the show. Fake reality isn't a term I invented. I had not heard it, and then twice in two days I read and heard it. I like it, and it seems to explain a lot. From what I see, social media, Facebook and Twitter particularly, go a long way toward making this fake reality. Michael Rechtenwald, former NYU professor, now author, former leftist, now not, wrote in a Facebook group recently, quote, social and mass media not only fail to report the truth, they positively bar it. They make truth verboten, violation, a crime and portray its tellers as outlaws, deviationists, criminals, and worse. We have media that broadcast, print, and digitize day after day nothing but a mean diet of unmitigated lies and exact upside-down, inside-out reversals and inversions of reality. Much worse than American Pravda, we are dealing with the sinister, Ministry of Simulacara and Utter Deception, with inveterate falsifiers and shameless dissemblers running the show. We're dealing with the Google Archipelago, end quote. Google Archipelago is one of Michael's books, and I'll put a link to that on the show notes page, culinarylibertarian.com slash 98. Dr. Stella Emanuel spoke about her experience with hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and zithromax. That video was posted and removed many times from Facebook. Why? Could it be that such information is in direct conflict with the approved majority opinion of the FDA, the CDC, and the WHO? What community standards are violated? Are other videos portraying incorrect content anywhere on Facebook? If Facebook knows this doctor's information to be false, why aren't they who know the truth using this knowledge to fix the COVID problem? Well, these are not allowed or tolerated questions. Challenge the narrative and get gone. The polarization is chilling and it's growing. I argue it is not about whether or not it is true. It is about the power to control what you see and, ultimately, what you think. That the video was removed repeatedly from those specific platforms suggests that there is an agenda about what they who control what you see get to see. And they who control are the Silicon Valley overlords The polarization isn't just about medicine, but with that, it is very strong. Mentioned in public, you don't want to wear a mask and see the faces of those around you. You might be better received if you said you had leprosy. Critical thinking skills are not the only thing missing. A basic sense of economics is gone. The concept of what is money and what is currency and what do they mean is non-existent for most Americans. I'm not saying everyone needs to be Peter Schiff. Uh, No, no, I'm not saying that. But some understanding that the Fed printing money out of thin air is bad is preciously needed. Printing money out of thin air is bad, as in really, really bad. All the Brody Bots can do is say gimme, gimme, gimme. Pause for a moment for a word from the fellows at Tasting Anarchy Podcast. Hey everyone, Jake here, host of the Tasting Anarchy podcast. Join my co-host Mason and I each week as we explore the world of wine and alcohol through a liberty lens. You can find us on all your major podcatchers, TastingAnarchy.com or TastingAnarchy on Twitter. Tasting Anarchy, your wine and liberty podcast. Find out how much government is in your drink. You are, of course, aware that the divide between families and unknown Americans is deep. Anthony Davies and James R. Harrigan, both of the Foundation for Economic Education, or FEE, co-wrote an article, quote, On Race Exhibit, Smithsonian Museum Richly Deserves Ridicule, end quote, for InsideSaurus.com. Of the perils of strong disagreement, they wrote, quote, As divided as we may be along racial lines." Americans are far more divided along political lines. Black and white Americans don't routinely dismiss each other as being stupid, evil, or both. But Democrat and Republican Americans do. For evidence, post a political question on any Facebook page or Twitter feed and watch what happens. When we dismiss those with whom we disagree, we miss out on valuable criticisms, end quote. Criticisms are of value. They allow us to check our ideas against other people and ideas, evaluate our position, and perhaps form a better opinion. No longer. Have the correct and allowable opinion or woe unto you. In another post from world offered this quote, The American Bolsheviks are murdering people in cold blood for expressing the quote, wrong. End quote, political views, that's where we are, end quote. You can decide if Michael means literal or figurative murder. If you think Michael's harsh assessment is off, consider the article by John Cass of the Chicago Tribune. Cass wrote the July 29, 2020 column, quote, what happened to an America where you can freely speak your mind, end quote. He opens the column this way, Quote, the angry left-handed broom of America's cultural revolution uses fear to sweep through our civic, corporate, and personal life. It brings with it attempted intimidation, shame, and the usual demands for ceremonies of public groveling. It is happening in newsrooms in New York, Philadelphia, Los Angeles, and now it's coming from me, in an attempt to shame me into silence, end quote. I'll put a link to Cass' article on the show notes page, culinarylibertarian.com slash uh, 98. The left recently came for Trader Joe's, and Trader Joe's said, sit down, we ain't playing. So good on Trader Joe's, go buy their stuff. Cass' culture to the extreme is where we are. The how it got here is a book career for someone. I think the seeds for this have been planted for a very long time. Depending on how you diagnose the issue determines how long those seeds have been germinating. The disease of nationalism started around 1865. The disease of progressivism has various start dates, but maybe 1913 is the most salient. In all that time, With all the turns of president, not one has managed to make anyone better off. Of course, that's not the job as described, and even if it were, the folly of such a thing is immense. Politics is never the answer. No one is ever made better off without the trade-off that someone else is made worse off for it. Politicians only pick winners and losers, and the House never loses. My solution is simple. Put family and friends first. Real friends. The politicians care not for you at all. They don't even know who you are, and the fact that you exist barely even crosses their mind. The best answer I have is start with friends and family. And cultivate the ability and the willingness, this is the didactic portion of the show, to at least hear an idea that is alien to you. You, Nothing happens to you by listening to an idea you don't care for. uh, And and the worst thing is you don't agree. (laughs) So what? I mean, really, come on, big deal. If we can't even talk, if, if that thing is just, well, that guy would be better. Why? Uh, because. Well, there's a long way to go to have an actual discussion about that. We all know that person who was tone deaf to the room can't read the crowd one bit. Says the wrong thing, the wrong time, at the wrong place. In my case, he was the one who unfriended me. Twice. I can still break bread with him and be civil, but we can't talk about politics. Or the Patriots. Alright folks, that's going to do it. If your school district still has no idea what they are doing, or they do have an idea and you don't prefer that, check out the actual homeschooling option at com slash homeschool. That's the Ron Paul Curriculum, and it beats schooling from home on all fronts. See how you can avoid a repeat of last school year's frustration with a proper homeschool program. Visit culinarylibertarian.com homeschool to get back your sanity. Those links I mentioned to the articles will be on the show notes page, as well as the link for Google Archipelago, the book by Michael Recknevald. Share this episode on social media, especially to those people who don't agree with you and let you know it. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcatcher to get all the episodes delivered right to your device. Have a good week, and I'll see you soon. Music for the Culinary Libertarian podcast is provided by Matthew Bankert at mattbankert.com.